Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. Why can't I stop jerking off? <laughs> no, that's fine. I don't mind that. <laughs> of course. It gets me through the day, really. I know. It's, it's, all, it's the only thing we are in, tro- in control of. Yeah. Backing off. <laughs> uh, welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks Podcast. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. Yeah. All right. So. Fucker. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, uh, so really quickly, um, yeah, the you probably guys noticed we didn't have a podcast last week. Uh, simply put, it. yeah, <laughs> simply put, I got so fucking sick, it was ridiculous. Oh, shut up! I literally I told. Had... I told. What did I tell you? You said you were sick, and I go, um, I have a cure for that. And you oh, were yeah. like, "What?" And I was like, "Go buy a douche, clean out your vagina." <laughs> <laughs> Which is so stupid because usually women handle being sick much better than men. <laughs> this doesn't really make any sense. But it was fucking weird. Like I like one day I'm fine and the next day I get slammed. And uh lost my voice for like what was it? Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I barely had it back on Sunday. <clears throat> so by Saturday I was like, I don't think I'm gonna have a voice and I was coughing most of the time, so I was like, yeah, this this isn't going to happen. So finally I have a voice. I can actually make it through complete sentences without coughing too much. He has a voice. Hashtag raise your voice. <laughs> Hashtag vote for me and Christina Aguilera. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one thing that irritated me because we had to take a lesson, and I really wanted to talk about the death of the Comcast Time Warner merger because – 
uh, it was funny too because like when I was reading about it, I read more news about the possibility that it was going to fail more than when it actually failed. Uh, you know, online, everybody was like, oh, possibility that it's going to fail, or it, it is going to fail, it's going to fail, we're waiting for confirmation. And then when the confirmation came out, it was like, yeah, we, here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, it failed. It's yeah, like, it's great. Yeah. Oh, 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 well. Uh, but one thing that I told Adam was, is that this, this whole thing was hanging like a large cloud after the whole net neutrality thing. Because if you were a Time Warner customer, you were going to get screwed no matter what. Because if Comcast was to t- merge with Time Warner, not only would Time Warner customers fall under Comcast, but in, as part of the deal, some of the areas would get, re- would get let loose and Charter would pick those things up. And I've known people that have had Charter cable and they hate it just as much as Time Warner. <laughs> so it was lose, lose, lose all the way around. Well, Ch- but- Charter is, is a very small like compared to the other ones, they're a small yeah. cable company. Yeah. Well, uh, when I was uh, when I went to visit some family up north, they were living in this area that was strictly charter, and I used their internet service. It was supposed to be broadband, but oh my god, it took forever just to get anything. It felt like I was using dial-up again. I was, was actually, waiting, there was I, a, I was waiting for the uh, "You've Got Mail" to pop up. When, there was a there was a tin can connected to the back of the computer with a string going outside. Gee, seriously, somebody stepped on the extension cord. It inter- it shorted out the internet. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah. my my wife asked me. My wife asked me, "What's going on with um, Comcast and Time Warner?" Because I used to work for Time Warner in L.A., right. and I go, "Oh, that they, they were trying to merge and." The government was like, um, that's BS, and now they can't, basically, or they decided not to. And she goes, you don't know much about it? I'm like, no. And she goes, why not? You're not following the news? I said, because we don't have cable or satellite. Why do I give a fuck? It's right. not my problem. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I don't have to worry about that dumb shit. But the, the, one of the real things that actually brought the deal to, to it's basically the death nail was – the FCC and the Justice Department were becoming a little concerned about, you know, Comcast's Comcast's ability to do what they said they do, uh, especially after what happened with the whole Hulu deal. Uh, you know, com- for those of you that weren't aware, Comcast bought NBC Universal, and, and NBC Universal was part of the group that created Hulu, and they were com- they were thinking of selling it. Well. In order for Comcast to acquire NBC Universal, the FCC said, okay, and the Justice Department said, okay, if you do this, you can only be a silent partner in Hulu. You cannot say, you cannot do anything that would, you, you can know, share in the profits, but you can't make right. any um, decisions. decisions. But, which is what, smart. Which is smart. But what they did do is say, oh, well, you know, if you guys sell it, you know, that's fine, but. If we strengthen this, we can turn this into a, a rival for Netflix, basically put in their five cents, and then suddenly they took Hulu off the market, and you know Comcast is still reaping the benefits from it. So uh, once they started to issue uh, a meeting, which is the same type of meeting that happened with AT&T and T-Mobile when that merger was supposed to go through, uh, Comcast finally just said, no, nah, you know what, fuck it. But the benefit for 
this was is that they made a deal that they wouldn't have to pay any money to Time Warner if the deal went south, unlike AT&T and T-Mobile. Where <laughs> T-Mobile got, what was it, like some like couple billion dollars for that for that whole deal? Um, but yeah. It's, so, it, it's all fucking... Just companies trying to get the upper hand on their customers and shit. It's... I don't know. Like, it, it's true, too, because I... Once I cut, I had DirecTV, and DirecTV didn't wrong me in any way, but I just wasn't using it. You know, like, we had cable for four months. It wasn't even plugged in <laughs> for the last four months. Like, it just was, it wasn't necessary. Right. Because we just had Hulu, everything was on Hulu, and Netflix fills in the gaps after that. I don't need fucking Amazon Prime either, because I did the trial for that. That didn't have shit on it. Yeah. So, I, w- I don't know, like, I think that's I think that's the problem. There's a lot of people are moving that way. Yeah, and I think one of the bigger problems is is like for you, like where you say, well, it doesn't affect me none or anything like that. It actually probably it could have had had serious repercussions because then smaller companies like the one you have for internet could be bought out by a Comcast. Oh yeah, of course. And and then then you're like fucked up bullshit. Because <laughs> I here here in Phoenix Phoenix area we have Cox Cable. Um, which is always fun to say. Yeah. Um, We got Cox. (laughs) I don't have internet through them, but that's the cable company in the Phoenix metropolitan area. I have CenturyLink, which I honestly, the best company I've ever dealt with. (laughs) And I've heard people complain about that. I've never had a fucking problem ever. Oh yeah. That's with everything. You know, they, they, they've, the thing is with, with CenturyLink you have to let them know what's happening. Like if I'm running a little low on change and I need an extension, they'll give it to me. But you can't just assume they'll give it to you, right. you know, or they'll cut your shit because it's all automatic. So I call them up, hey, uh, I'm a little broke this month. Struggle is real. See what it happened was. See what it happened was is these hookers are expensive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and they'll be like, that's fine. You could break it up into payments. You could, They do whatever the fuck you want. And it's fa- it's just as fast as fucking Cox Cable. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I just think it's, it's funny. And even cable in general, like if you're gonna get something like that, just get satellite anyway. It's gonna be better right. either way. Cause the fucking equipment that they use, like the DVR and shit for the cable companies, is a joke. Oh yeah, absolutely. That Direct TV DVR is fucking sexy as shit. Oh yeah, I've never had a problem with the DVRs. Plus, the signal is all digital, right? So you're not gonna get that bullshit that you get from like Time Warner, or, you know. And not to mention, other. when I canceled Directv, for some reason they thought I had already mailed back the DVR. <laughs> so I got a free hard drive out of it, and I needed one. <laughs> you know, so that works out great, right? You know. Now they're going to get me. We were listening yeah, to your podcast. Yeah, exactly. What? Listen to your podcast and uh, uh, you owe us this. No, see, what had happened was... <laughs> I was just saying that for comedy. Yeah. That didn't really happen. Then you run. <laughs> just take off running. Yeah, in the middle of a set, <laughs> In the middle of one of my sentences, I run. Yeah, you run. Pull a Peter Griffin and just take off. <laughs> like a bitch. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so... With net neutrality and this, 2015 starting to turn into the year of the fucking consumer is about fucking time. Yeah, the Justice Department starting to become the Justice League. You understand what I'm talking about? 
No, I was actually really surprised how the government stepped in. It was like, wait a minute. It's like, this is complete bullshit for the consumer, and you guys are fucking up. Like, I was like, oh, okay. I, and to me, too, to me, it was the FCC, too, of like saying, I'm not sure about this because, you know, the guy that's running it, Tom Wheeler, was, you know, a lobbyist for the, you know, internet companies, the yeah. cable companies. But I think because, because of the whole net neutrality thing, his record was put out there for everybody to see that he had to kind of like, look, you need to step up. Well, I think and, the, the FCC gets a bad rap because of censorship stuff. Mm-hmm. When they, you know, like the censorship of, for a big, the biggest example is like Howard Stern, like when Howard Stern was on the radio and stuff. Right. And he always had problems with FC. But at the end of the day, the other shit that they do, which is the bigger part of what they do, right. <laughs> is, is to keep, you know, consumers from being fucked with no lube by these companies. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. at least use lube. Like, you know, he's buy dinner first. I mean, come on. Yeah, and at a nice place too. Yeah, you know, you, you know, know, maybe, maybe like you know, just a tip, and then you know, places with like tables that you can sit in and shit. Yeah, yeah. not booths. No, <laughs> like real, not not plastic utensils. Like, don't stop right. fucking around. Yeah, like real fabric tablecloths. You know, I want to go to an Asian restaurant that's so classy that they actually give you chopsticks first, and you have to request a fork. That's, how, that's when you know that's some classy Asian food. <laughs> like, you want a what? A fork? Oh, okay. They have to look it up on their smartphone. Oh, okay, yeah, fork. Oh. You want to violently stab your food to get it into your mouth. Cool. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, this is America. <laughs> I actually go to, I go to this one place all the time. It's called uh, Tokyo House. It's like a, the best... Japanese or Chinese food or Thai food or whatever that you can get is always from like a dive joint. Like where you go in and it just, it looks boring inside. Right, right. This food is so fucking good. The fried rice, best fried rice I've ever had in my life. (laughs) And they know me by name up in that joint. Oh, 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 Mr. Adam, how you doing? Wow. Love me. That's how they sound. I'm not Uh being disrespectful. I'm just saying they fresh off the boat. (laughs) Or the plane. Yeah. (laughs) It's like this comedian that I heard. He goes, he goes, yeah. He goes, I'm gonna tell you guys something you probably didn't know, but you know, like people from Japan and like Korea and China, they don't speak the same language. Yeah. And then he's like, I know, right? <laughs> and he's like, I heard this one guy screaming. You know, I was in Korea and he's screaming. I turned to this guy and I was like, what is he saying? And then he's like, I don't know. I'm from Japan. And he goes, I didn't ask you where you're from. I asked where he was, what he was saying. <laughs> that's like, that's like if, if someone, you know, a German was talking. Right. It's the same exact logic. What do you say? I don't speak. I'm not from Germany. So, right. you know, <laughs> but um, no, my, my daughter, real quick, and I will move on. My, my daughter loves to put her foot in her mouth, my teenager. Mm-hmm. And we're at Tokyo House. One of the first times we went. And she goes, um... Oh, there's a lot of good Chinese food here. Honest mistake, you know. Right. I said it's actually not Chinese food; it's Japanese food. You notice because there's sushi here and and stuff like that. And she goes, "It's the same thing," but she says it while they're all standing there Ugh. behind the counter. And I turn around and go, "No, it's not the same thing. These people are from Japan." And I made her look like a fucking idiot you know just to kind of prove the point like i don't tolerate that bullshit because i don't right. like it's stupid you know it's an honest right, mistake right. at first but don't be a fucking asshole right right and my, my wife was like 
you didn't have to call her out. I'm like, no, I did. Because I need to make a point to her that you can't do that shit. Yeah. Because everyone's just going to call her Mexican for her entire life when she's Salvadorian. And she'll probably yeah. get pissy about it. Yeah, that's where you go like this. Well, you're just a Mexican. No, I'm not. There you go. The same thing. He Because uh, the comedian's like, he goes, you know, I thought it was kind of like, you know, Spanish, Italian, you know, you kind of pantalon, pantalones, you know. He goes, <laughs> he goes, I didn't know it was like, he goes, I thought it was like, oh, from the mainland, it's Mandarin. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Americans get the baddest rap when it comes to that, and most of it is true. Yeah. Oh, most Americans are fucking so dumb when it comes to languages and cultures. <laughs> fucking like, what? what is a typical American tourist thing you always see? Oh, if they don't speak English, they speak English slower and louder. Louder, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, do you know where the uh, the bank is? Okay. Uh, do you know where the and then you throw like if you're in uh, like Mexico or something like that, you throw in the random oh do you know where the banco is that one is actually kind of correct but I understand what you're saying yeah. <laughs> no yeah add o to the end of anything but I heard something from um one of my wife's sisters that she doesn't like <laughs> that they they play this game in El Salvador where they add Asian like nation to the end of everything and then they're speaking English and I started doing it like I'm like K-Asian Bibliotheca-Asian I'm like that sounds fucking retarded <laughs> so I, don't know, I guess we say Asian a lot uh, that sounds like Asian that's racist dude <laughs> actually we you would have to just throw some profanity every third word in fuck yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah just curse a lot and you'll sound like yeah. an American Exactly. Well, you know, yeah. a New Yorker at least. <laughs> that that gets you in. Yeah. Fuck, 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 face, fuck. <laughs> hey, asshole, you see that I'm fucking driving here, right? Why you be a fucking douchebag and get the fuck out of the way? <laughs> the only thing you really need to know is go fuck yourself. Right. That's the best thing you can say to someone you don't want to talk to. It's like, hey, just go fuck yourself, right? Yeah. Real quick. Hey, do you know that? Go fuck yourself. Go fuck. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I guess he didn't okay. know. Okay. I, I guess I will. Thank you. <laughs> All right. We're we're derail we're we're derailing this show like an Amtrak train. <laughs> Never too soon. Never too soon. Um. That's I actually like Amtrak trains too. That kind of sucks. Anyway. <laughs> Suicide Squad revealed today. So. It should be up by now. I did a little post. Lazy geeks. Duh. Come. Um, full pictures up on there, and I, I don't do the little fucking thumbnail, but that bam, big ass image on the front um, of the full Suicide Squad. Um, just in case you didn't know, no, the Joker is not in this picture because he's not in the Suicide Squad. So the um, Suicide Squad all lined up in um, in costume, ready to go. I thought it was an awesome picture. Um, Yes, you see Harley Quinn, you see the Enchantress, you see um, Deadshot and fucking Killer Croc, all of them. And uh, still getting the hate, though. And and it's all about um, Harley Quinn, Maggie, whatever her fucking name is. Right. And I actually thought she looked kind of dope. And you're like, oh, her costume isn't isn't canon and i was telling steve i'm like do you really want to see a real human wo- woman running around in a fucking black and red leotard for an entire movie right right, right. It, it, she'd look ridiculous <laughs> you know so she's wearing um let me pull the picture up 
I don't want to just talk about her, though, because it's not... I mean, she is in the center of the photo by coincidence. <laughs> um, is she, what is she wearing? Oh, like, short shorts, hot topic belt with the little pyramids. Right. The shoes oh, are, yeah, yeah. The shoes are just too much. I don't know what's going on with the shoes. And, like, a tore-up white shirt, a collar, and she's got pigtails. Like, it looks like the pigtails from, like, uh, Arkham City. Yeah, she's like a punk chick, which I kind of figured they would do that because they're trying to make it more realistic. So like, I was telling Steve, and I know his anticipation is because like, I told him <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to say anything until the podcast. You know, I know he's been fucking sweating. <coughs> the, the, I, I theorized there were three ways they could dress this broad. OK, one completely psychopathic, like she's in a untied straight jacket. And she's just fucking twitching all the time. Right. It depends on where the timeline is, really. They could do the leotard thing, which I thought was completely... They weren't going to do that. It just was going to be stupid. Or they could do something like this where she's cute. You know? Mm. And I think this works. Because if the people read the comic or seen the show, Harley Quinn's a character that always gets underestimated. Because she's small, she's petite, she's laughing all the time. And they, they go, fuck this little bitch. And they, they try to shove her away. And then she does like a fucking roundhouse kick from the ceiling and shit. Right. She does that. Ook. <laughs> she hits him with Ook. Um, <laughs> so I think, this, I think this is dope. I think most of the movie you're going to see her bouncing around and being hyper. And then when push comes to shove, she's going to brutally fucking attack somebody. Right. You know, which is what she should. I think they should still give her the hammer. I don't care if it doesn't make sense at all. I want right, a huge, I oversized fucking mallet. Yeah, me walking too. around. I even think Will Smith looked pretty dope, dude. Deadshot. Yeah, Look, I gotta. I, I want to see like somebody. I want to see her whack somebody and they just go toasty. <laughs> I love how they got El Diablo on the team, dude. Because that character's dope. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been. You know, I've seen the official image. You know, is cool. I and you know, like I like. You know, like so many times we've always seen images and we think, oh, that's going to look dope. And then when it actually comes out, you're like, oh, don't don't do that. I just, you know, I'm just kind of like, OK, the image looks cool and I'm just going to kind of leave it there. I think the problem is, is because the- who knows? We may we may find out this isn't the actual official. image. See, that's the issue. That's the real issue is the, the dicking around they did with the Joker in this movie. It yeah. kind of killed their own hype. Yeah, like for real fans, not the fanboys who just eat it up, but like just like an actual fan is like, I don't care anymore. I just want to see the movie. Like, uh-huh. just move along, you know. Yeah. But I'm excited about this photo. It kind of um, it kind of showed. I mean, even fucking uh, Captain Boomerang looking kind of dope too. Dude. Like everyone just looks kind of dope. Enchantress looks creepy as fuck. Oh, I know, right? She's still kind of hot though. Like, oh, I still get it, dude. <laughs> Reminds me of that chick from uh, the voodoo chick from the Pirates of the Caribbean. She's all dirty oh, okay. and shit, but she yeah. still you'd still go there. Don't act stupid, you know. <laughs> um, that's all I really had to say. The picture's out. It's on LazyGeeks.com. Um, it looks cool. Everyone's very serious in the image except for Harley, which yeah. I think makes. Oh no, Killer Croc! A little smile going on, dude. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> 
Oh, by the way, before uh, before we forget, because this comes out on a Monday, we wanted to say uh, happy uh, May the Fourth uh, May the Fourth be with you day. Oh yeah, may the fourth be with you always yeah. and forever. They thought they thought they always were and forever. Some Sorry. someone at my job decided to make um uh that day like a holiday. Like it's a casual day. People can wear Star Wars shirts. Like that's mm-hmm. cool. But no one in in the building knows anything. Right. There's no geeks. They're all bros and shit. You know. Yeah. So they're all like, "Oh, yeah, didn't you know it's 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 um it's may the 4th be with you." And I'm like, "Oh, then is it casual day on the 6th too?" And they go, "Why would it be that?" I'm like, "Cuz of Revenge of the 6th." Revenge of the 6th. And they yeah. all looked at me like I had five fucking heads. Like they're like, <laughs> "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "You guys are fucking pathetic." It's like, exactly. "I don't I don't pretend to be a football nut. Don't pretend to be a Star Wars fan." You're right. offending me. And I'm not even that big of a Star Wars <laughs> fan. I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here." <laughs> But I was like, I'll take a casual day to wear some jeans, shit. Yeah, I come in, we come in wearing boxers and shit. So what's up? Yeah. What's no up, bro? Shirt. Sup, bro? Sup, bro? <laughs> high five and random people. Yeah, no, no. I actually saw two dudes high five. Wow. And it was, it, I felt like a National Geographic. Like I, I'm, I'm seeing. <laughs> that's where you pull out. That's where you pull out your camera and you're like. And apparently the do- the alpha male of the species. <laughs> the high five was slow motion here. You have the and then the corner of the video you have the Nat Geo logo right there. You know? <laughs> oh, no, I, I I I don't know what why. I really don't know why. But my job just doesn't have everyone at my job is pretty much the same kind of person. And this not this not a bad thing. They're the kind of person that party on the weekends and and they watch sports and and you know that's fine. They're just not. I'm not that person, you know. So I really don't have that many friends at work. Like I have the casual we talk, you know, uh, the people around me and stuff. But I eat lunch by myself. And I remember my boss goes, "I saw you in the, in the lunchroom." I said, "Yeah, that so you were sitting by yourself, but a lot of people were sitting." I'm like, "Well, I don't really." We don't talk about the same things, you know, whatever. He goes, oh, that must that must kind of suck sitting by yourself. I'm like, oh, not really, because I kind of live at a Chuck E. Cheese. So <laughs> I love the quiet. I just sit there and read the news on the phone, <laughs> eat my little food. Right. Uh, that's funny. There is no organization to the show whatsoever. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Steve's been derailing the episode the entire time. Wow. Why wow. did I close OneNote? I have no idea. Fucking Jesus. All right, so moving on. Uh, uh, moving it, on uh, <laughs> to the east side. Finally got a piece of the <laughs> So on uh, uh, Thursday night, Avengers Age of Ultron finally made it to theaters, even though it seemed like it had been out for ages. Um, saw it. I saw it on uh, what the 7.30 show on thursday because that's how i am uh first of all i gotta say you know i hear people saying stuff like well it's not as good as the first one it's never going to be first get past that because the first movie is always going to be the best movie because you're pulling out things that nobody even knows about you know you're you 
you know, the Avengers assembled moment, you have that one moment, you know, it, it just, you have everybody together for the first time. Second movie is going to build on that and go from there. So if you go in and think it is going to be better than the first movie, you're deluding yourself. Let's be honest. Uh, however, with that being said, I thought it was a lot of fun. So many cameos in that movie. Um, some people have said, and I heard these little douchebags in the theater, like, too much mind control, too much mind control. Okay, first of all, Scarlet Witch isn't mind controlling people. Mm-hmm. Um, th- uh, let's get that straight. Um, is that what she does anyway, though? She like gets she... into people's heads and she exposes them to the fear, their biggest fear. So or they the start, secret. yeah, and they, they twist their own mind around. Right, they twist their own mind around that, which is how it starts the whole movie um, by her fucking with, uh, with uh, Tony Stark's brain. Um, the, the, I don't know what, what you want to call it, but the, uh, the tension, the, the, the sexual tension between Scarlet, I mean, uh, between, yeah, Scarlett Johansson and Mark Ruffalo's character between Black Widow and Hulk is so good. Like, so, so good. Yeah. Um, uh, Don Cheadle's appearance in the movie was hilarious. You know, he he does this bit where he's like, yeah, and then I threw the car down and went boom. And then he's saying this to to Thor and Tony Stark, and they're just looking at him. And he's like, and then I said, boom. And then Thor's like, is that the end of your story? He goes, yeah. And he's like, oh, and he's like, he goes, don't don't take this away from me, guys. Don't don't try to make me feel like, no, no, it was a good story. No, it was a good story. He goes, no, it kills everywhere else. Then they show the scene later. He's talking to some normal people. And he goes, and then it went boom. And then they all laugh. And the camera pushes in on Don Cheadle. And then he has this look of like, yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Hawkeye, I love what they did with Hawkeye. They really gave him a lot more to do. And uh, some some really good stuff in there. Um I thought everybody did extremely well. Uh, I liked Quicksilver, um, but I, I really liked Elizabeth Olsen's character as Scarlet Witch. She had that brooding, like that, and the whole mentality of why they joined Ultron to begin with, very, very well thought out. It's like, okay, I get that. I fell in love with her just when she said, we will, in the clip. Oh, yeah. Just that little look she pulled in. Oh, we will. I was like, oh, <laughs> you can come play with my mind anytime you like. Well, there's this one part where, like, he's she's freaking out and Hawkeye's right there. He goes, he goes, look, I know you're scared, but none of this makes sense. He goes, no, I'm he goes, we're fighting robots on this piece. I'm fighting robots with arrows. <laughs> none of this makes any sense. <laughs> That's but awesome. I, but I'm doing my job. <laughs> it's like, that's just so fucking cool. Fighting um, robots with arrows. With arrows. Because <laughs> it doesn't uh, make any sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. The Hulkbuster suit. Oh my god. That, the whole, the, you know, the yeah, Hulkbuster. It the clip. It's fucking insane. Oh, it has that fucking, that airship that just kind of floats there to give it extra parts when they break. Oh yeah, yeah, Veronica. So yeah. And it, yeah, it pulls him apart. He rips, uh, Hulk rips off the arm, and then he's like, Veronica. Then all of a sudden, the uh, pieces come falling down and recreate the arm and shit. And uh, he's be- he's hitting, he's punching out the Hulk, and then he does this one move where his the fist is mechanical, so it's just like, and then the Hulk turns and looks at him and gives him like this 
I'm going to fuck you up face. And then you see <laughs> Robert Downey Jr.'s face all kind of blank. And he's like, sorry. <laughs> it's it's so well, much. Because he's not, I mean, they're not yeah. enemies. You know? Right. But just that look where he knows like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's it's so much fun. They really set it up for, you know, what's going on. And this is the first time they actually mentioned Infinity Stones. Um, so because yeah, they never seen really, them a bunch, we've seen them, but they never really. No, wait, didn't they in, Sui- in uh, Suicide Squad in uh, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, they said but it. but in the Avengers pieces, when they've had the most to deal with them, they never really mentioned the Infinity Stones. Yeah. But this time, Thor finally mentions it. Um, the mid-credit sequence is is it, it's like all the other mid-credit sequences. It but what it does is it really at least when when I saw it. You hear the audience like, oh, yes, because it's, it's definitely moving towards the Infinity War. Like, it's that setup for that. Um, and don't bother staying till the end because, you know, there's nothing there. Um, you just didn't wait long enough. <laughs> yeah, I know. The lights are up. They're already putting them up. And it's like, no, this can't be over. This can't okay, be over. The lights are up, right? People have already left. They're already cleaning popcorn. You're still sitting there. Diligent Marvel movie fan. And yeah. all of a sudden, the lights quickly go down and a screen comes up. And you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Spider-Man and Black Cat and Cyclops. It was, like, amazing. And you see Cat, Mr. Fantastic, like, come out of nowhere. <laughs> Howard the Duck was there. They even had all the DC characters. Ben Affleck came you in. Saw, you saw Howard the Duck giving it to She-Hulk. And then all of a sudden, Batman comes out standing next to Iron Man. It was, like, ridiculous. <laughs> Fucking Moon Knight was there. What the fuck? Like, were you high? (laughs) Moon Knight. I don't know. I was just thinking of a random. That's awesome. Daredevil was walking by with his cane, and you knew he was doing something. And then all of a sudden, like. Uh, Jessica Jones out of nowhere and I'm like how do they do that they're just filming that shit they're fucking Marvel (laughs) (laughs) all of the X-Men because fuck Sony (laughs) (laughs) all the X-Men were there Xavier was fighting his younger self it was like what the fuck and then out of nowhere Darth Vader started taking on Batman I was like what the fuck That was insane, and nobody saw it but me. (laughs) (laughs) The chick from Gone with the Wind was singing. (laughs) Willy Wonka was handing out treats. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Patrick Stewart kept floating. Between fucking Xavier and Macbeth, you didn't know what the fuck he was doing. All of a sudden, Riker shows up with the Enterprise and Worf was with the Defiant. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) The crew from Red Dwarf was fucking there. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, the doors open and you see the sonic screwdriver come out and you're like, holy shit. The craziest thing was every single character that had a theme song it was all being played at the same, <laughs> the same time. time. <laughs> oh, and then at the end, they all stopped, looked into space, and you hear, We are the Borg. You will be assimilated. <laughs> uh, oh, dude, I, on a side note, before we go into the news. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Age of Ultron, really, really cool. Loved it. Uh, a lot of fun. 
uh, you'll definitely you'll definitely enjoy it. All the cameos, all the jokes, everything worked out really, really well. Uh, James Spader, awesome as Ultron. Fucking Paul Bentley, their vision was fucking awesome. Yeah, that's what vision I heard. Was fucking dope. He was such a badass. Uh, was there any, were there any big like cameos from actual characters that we haven't seen before, other than the ones that we know are going to be in the movie? Uh, no. Okay. No. There's no. already enough characters in the movie. So there was already yeah, there was already enough characters in the movie that they didn't need to do that. But uh, you know, you already heard of um, uh, the nation that uh, the kingdom that Black Panther. <laughs> the nation is in there. So Black Panthers <laughs> are there. <laughs> the 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 nation that Black Panther's the king of. I can't, I always that name always escapes I can't me. His name they they mentioned that in there because that's where they're getting the vibranium from. Ooh shit. Yeah. So they oh, were yeah, because um. He, that that, move, that nation is rich because it all fell. It's all like they mine it over there or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and it was it was funny too because when they mentioned it, there's only you. I could see so only certain people went, "Oh shit!" Like, yes, you know, fans like real knew. fans knew what that shit was. What that shit. The was other about. people were like, "What the fuck's that? Was that was that in a movie?" It's a made up name, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, I was catching up on you... the Flash episodes, and uh, there I saw I finally saw the one with the trickster. Mm. With Mark Hamill. And there was a point where Mark Hamill grabs his kid and he goes, yeah, because I am your father. <laughs> and I went, oh, shit. Stupid. <laughs> if he didn't make a Joker reference, that was a missed opportunity. That's all I'm trying to say. A Joker reference, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, but anyway, so I think we've fucked around enough. I think it's time we get into some news. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the huge fucking Jared, the Jared Leto Joker was in there, and he was fighting the zombies from from fucking Last of Us. I was like, "What the fuck? Naughty Dog's in this shit now." <laughs> oh, now we're in video games. Fucking the Mario Brothers. <laughs> and it wasn't just like it wasn't the video game Mario Bros. It was it was John Hopkins and fucking John Leguizamo. Oh, that's too soon, man. I miss John. Hopkins. <laughs> Um, E.T. was there, but not the E.T. from the movie. From the game, everyone hated him. <laughs> oh, I miss John Hobbs, man. He was the shit. Oh, yeah. In everything he did. Yeah. Oh, man. <sighs> All right. Let's go into some news. So, <laughs> uh, Josh Trank, who is directing the upcoming Fantastic Four reboot, is actually no longer directing the second Star Wars standalone movie. Uh, the announcement came out late Friday, and the the uh, Trank himself actually posted a statement on the Star Wars website. Quote, After a year of having the incredible honor of developing with the wonderful and talented people at Lucasfilms, I'm making a personal decision to move forward on a different path. I've put a tremendous amount of thought into this, and I know deep down in my heart that I want to pursue some original creative opportunities. That said, the Star Wars universe has always been one of my biggest influences and I couldn't be more excited to witness its future alongside my millions of fellow Star Wars fans. I want to thank my friends Kathleen Kennedy, Kiri Hart, Simon Kinberg, and everyone at Lucasfilm and Disney for the amazing opportunity to have been a part of this. May the Force be with all of with you all. Um... Of course, no, uh, no, 
replacement has been named. But we can imagine with the movie coming out in 2017 that there will be a replacement named soon. The biggest indicator was during Star Wars Celebration, he was slated to appear with uh, Gareth Edwards to talk about their their respective uh, anthology series, which is what the standalone movies will be called. But he missed the opportunity. He missed the panel by stating that he had the worst flu he's ever had. So he pulled it. He pulled a Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't show up. (laughs) But uh, there's been a lot of speculation that, you know, uh, Simon Kinsberg, who actually produced the fantastic four movie, had a lot of problems with Trank in the original in the Fantastic Four reboot that might have slated that their co- their uh, points of view might have clashed more for the Star Wars movie but it's pretty doubtful I doubt I'm pretty sure uh, Disney and um, Lucasfilms probably had a tighter hold on it my personal opinion is probably he envisioned something probably like Marvel probably envisioned something quite different than what uh, than what Lucasfilms wanted to do and yeah, pro- probably the probably. same reason why the director dropped off of um, Wonder Woman too. It's always like that. Yeah, is the director just can't because you have to think of it from the director's point of view. If the director can't see their vision in in their head, they're not going to be able to direct the fucking yeah. movie right. And if if their their initial vision is compromised way way too much, then there's more inclined to be like, nah, eh, I, fuck this. I, you might find somebody better it seems like directors are the only ones that aren't under contract they can just dip (laughs) yeah yeah pretty much yeah the actors are pretty much stuck with the film but uh yeah so uh aside from that it uh, we don't know how much it actually affects the development of the star wars movie because we don't know any plot no title no actors are even slated for this yet so we'll have to see you know uh how uh we'll have to see what develops as as uh as things go on so we'll keep you informed when uh any replacement is announced and uh go from there that was a good news story and well given i know so (laughs) (laughs) so this we're gonna talk about the uh jared leto fucking um photo album that's been released and even though it was released like when we should have done in the last podcast, it's some of these like with the Comcasting, it's something we need to still talk about. Yeah. And this one, I don't even have a link in the show notes because it's not required. Yeah. So we all know Leto was given, and, and this is perfectly fine because Leto's doing it. It's just Warner Brothers let him do it. Um, he was given these little fucking like almost emo style photos on his Twitter, you know, the, and, and each one kind of reminded you of the joker which was cool for a second (laughs) and then it just got old you know so they finally they released this image where he's dressed joker-esque in makeup um and he has tattoos that are um referencing different iconic times in the characters and thing so everyone freaks out like oh the joker's gonna look like shit and um blah 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 and Su- not blah, 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 and Suicide Squad. And um, then the director says, oh, no, this, this image was just to celebrate the 75th anniversary of the character. So my comment on that is you knew exactly what the fuck you were doing when you released that image. Right. You released the image. And you know what? As, as an image to celebrate 
the 75th anniversary, it's perfectly fine because the tattoo it had one tattoo on his chest that said ha 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 ha. Had right. one wears the big smile, and you and, and I recognized every single one, and I was like, right. that's pretty dope. But you knew everyone was gonna think that that was him for the movie, and it still could be, just not with the tattoos, right? Because we've seen, I guess we've seen set photos where um, he's in makeup, but like at like the fucking craft service table. And he's um, he doesn't have any tattoos on him, whatever. So we kind of talked about this already in the Suicide Squad thing. Um, it just they killed their own hype with the fun. Yeah. And, and it's so sad because I love this the Joker character so much, and I'm I'm not even excited about it anymore. I still want to see Suicide Squad, but I, the Joker I could care less at this point. Right. Like, I think I, I think a lot of times because I don't even think too that it was well thought out as far as when they released the image because I remember seeing the image and like you know it was mostly a happy birthday to the Joker, but not necessarily like saying, "Hey, this is just something for the Joker." Yeah. You know. Um, but uh, yeah, I and I think a lot of times it actually turned people to like, "Oh, is that how he's going to be?" Even without the, even without the, you know, tattoos or what have you, I think it's still kind of killed a little bit for people. And like, like I agree with you in the fact that yeah, it kind of killed its own hype because now you see it and you're just kind of like, oh, oh, okay, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> now the only the the biggest when everyone thought the image was um was going to be him, and like I said, it it could. It could be him just without the tattoos, and I think that would be perfectly functional. Um, a lot of people were complaining about the metal teeth. The grill? Yeah. And, well, it's not really a grill. This is not like a diamond grill. or anything. It's just he has caps on his teeth. And I'm thinking. It's like Wiz Khalifa. Right. <laughs> I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, well, it's. We have an older Batman, right? Batman's right. probably kicked, kicked his fucking teeth in a couple times already. <laughs> You know, so maybe I mean, as long as they make one little mention that well, Batman can't stop kicking my fucking teeth out of my head, it'd be completely justified because they have to make it realistic. It's not realistic for the Joker to have perfectly white teeth if Batman constantly is punching him in the face. It does in the comic book. That be that just wouldn't be right. <sighs> Don't do that. You're better than that, Steve. <laughs> You're better than that. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's. It, it kind of just reminds me a lot of um, the DC movies in general right. are in the shadow of Marvel and justifiably so. All right. But a lot of the things that people are dissecting and giving shit about happen in the Marvel movies too in their own way. But no one cares when it happens in the Marvel movies. Right. So you right. kind of have to, you know, just uh, give a fucking well, break. I was, I, I was reading these articles like – I don't know why it came out. I think it came out coincide with the Avengers. Um, was that, uh, you know, basically saying that Warner Brothers is still behind the eight ball. Yeah. Like the the that they why these movies could fail is simply because there's not one leader. You know, there's not one person designing the whole universe. And I thought about it for a second, and I thought, you know what? That's probably true, because in the Marvel universe, you have Kevin Feige the head of Marvel Studios and obviously working with, you know, all these other people to, to make this one vision work. I, I think in a lot of instances that could be true, but 
you know, I think some people like you know now we're now because of Marvel, everybody wants a shared universe. For fuck's sake, we're getting a Transformers shared universe, yeah. and, and the um, you know with Marvel and the Star Wars shared universe, and now we're gonna get like what is it, the Twenty One Jump Street Ghostbusters fucking shared universes and shit. And I, I I don't think that's the way to go with everything. I think, and I I, I personally would rather have Warner Brothers do a bunch of singly good movies and not do a shared universe except you're doing Justice League. You know, even Justice League, I mean, you look at the comics. Their comics, the comics tones and storylines are all different, but when they come together for Justice League, it's one singular story. Yeah, and actually you see that more with DC too. Like DC does have a shared universe, but there could be a time where you're seeing a Batman book and he's doing something like you could tell that he can't really leave Gotham at this time because right. he's busy. But then that same month, the Justice League book, he's doing something with them. Right. You know, and, and you just don't care because you're enjoying both stories. Right. Um, Marvel has always been a little bit better at putting people where they're supposed to be at certain yeah. times. But even then, I mean, if you have if you have an Avengers book and Spider-Man's teaming up with them. You're still gonna have a Spider-Man book, yeah. You know, yeah. so and then it may have some little effects in the main story in their in the solo story, but it may most of the times it's not, yeah. Or unless it's like a big huge event, like you know, whatever Age of Ultron or AVX or what have you, then in the the books within that time we'll have after effects, you know, right. of those universe. But I I think for um I think, you know. I don't know. I to me, I and I don't really think that that's really the case. I think if if Warner Brothers fails, it's simply because they just didn't try hard enough. Yeah, I mean you know, they be, have they have quality characters to play off of. Yeah, they, good and they have to tell. they have good actors, but if the shit just is is not right, you know, then and and personally, I really think it's stupid for them to do Justice League first and then the solo movies. I think that's where Marvel made it made it work was you get all these characters have their own spotlight they have their own stories together you get their things you get what's going on and then you put them all together so you know all the dynamics of where they come from are different as opposed to here's wonder woman flash and all of them and then after that movie then you get their solo movies yeah because what it seems like dc's doing is we're getting in- introduced to Batman and Superman, which are two characters that no one needs to really be introduced to. Right. Uh, but, I mean, you know, story-wise, you kind of <laughs> have to do it in some way. Right. And then they're throwing in Wonder Woman in that movie and Aquaman and, Aquaman and uh, possibly Cyborg, I've heard. So it's okay. You're introducing them, but these characters are larger than a cameo. Right. You know, they're not... Um, they, and they're getting their standalone movies, but at odd times. Yeah. And I do think it's weird to have a Justice League because the Justice League movie comes out before let's um, the Cyborg movie. Right. I'm like, well, we already know who he is, so the Cyborg movie is probably not going to do – it might do well, but it won't do as good as yeah. the other flicks because you're not doing them in a logical order. But I right. guess it's – I think Warner Brothers is a little nervous – that people are going to go, oh, you're copying Marvel. But honestly, gives a fuck. Copy them. Exactly. You know, it, it's you're only copying a formula. You're not right. copying their stories. Yeah, because I mean, Marvel could have easily gone south. Oh yeah. With uh, if they followed, if they did that formula, and it went the other way, you know. 
So. I think the DC movies are going to do fine. Do I think they're going to do as well as the Marvel movies? Only time will tell. But I think they'll do fine. I don't think they're going to bomb. Right. You know, and, and I think that the um, – I think because <coughs> of the success of the Marvel movies, comic movies in general not only are getting more more play with the audience, but they're also – the quality is going up. Right. Because they can't just throw together a movie – with some random comic book character anymore because people expect more. You know, yeah. you can't do another fucking Daredevil, not the show, the right. movie, the movie past, yeah, or a Ghost Rider, and expect everyone to be okay with it. Yeah. It's it's it, people are because gonna... now because now at this point Marvels has a certain level of success, so fans expect a certain a certain level quality. of a quality to their films. And Marvel was successful in giving credibility right. to comic book stories in a movie form because in the past they didn't have credibility it's like oh it's from funny pages like who gives a okay. shit you well know? even not even that i mean when they started to do when they did iron man and thor and stuff like that everybody's like well what are you going to do with the avengers it's you all you have left is your b team because you don't have the fantastic four you don't have the x-men you don't have spider-man what are you guys going to do and what did marvel do they created a juggernaut using the quote-unquote b team you know, and phase three, they bringing back one of their one of their A team members. You what know, it's B like, team. That's what people kept calling it. That's what a lot of DC kept calling us. Like, well, what are they going to do? Their Avengers, the B team, Iron Man and Thor and Captain America. That's not the B team. Yeah, people kept calling him the B team because they gave away all their more name recognition, recognition, um, uh, company. You know, properties like Fantastic what the Four, f- oh, X Men, and Let, uh, let's 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 lay it on the table. And yes, I am ma- mainly a DC fan, but all in all, I'm a comic book fan. The Fantastic Four fucking played out. Yeah, I, I and I I like the Fantastic Four, but even in the, their comic books, don't do well. Like they yeah. just they're they're played out. The whole f- oh we're a family. Like no one cares anymore. Right. The X Men. The X Men are kind of their own thing. Yeah, and it's even like that in the comic book. They don't really mix with other characters that much because the only there's one that so fucking Wolverine. many. Yeah, Wolverine, Wolverine only. But there's so fucking many of them. Yeah, you could you could brand you could take the X Men and start your own comic book company, and you'd have just as many fucking comics coming out as everybody else, and right. that's perfectly fine. But to say the Avengers are a B team, let's let's calm down. Yeah. You might as well say the Justice League's a B team. Yeah. With that logic, that doesn't make any sense, you know. So now I will agree on not on the B team point, but the giving away popular characters when it came with Spider Man before Marvel got him back because that that was a blow. Yeah. Because imagine if Spider they had Spider Man from the beginning, oh, it would have been done and done. Yeah. Iron Man wouldn't have been the first movie that started it off. I can guarantee you that. Oh yeah. Because everybody knows who fucking. Why? Why do they do so many Batman movies already? Because it's the same thing. Everybody fucking likes Batman. Everybody likes Spider Man. Right. Not everybody likes Iron Man. Right. You know. But when you have Robert Downey Jr., everybody likes Robert Downey exactly. Jr. So. <laughs> but I think that has a lot to do with the actors that that they chose for that. Like, you know, bring even, it to life. Even, yeah. Even though Chris Evans, who was Johnny Storm. He was a good Johnny Storm, Storm, too. He was a great Johnny Storm, but I think he rocks as Captain America. Like, I can't – I see him like the good-looking farm boy, you know, the, the kid from Brother. I, he is Captain America. And See, that's the thing with those first two Fantastic Four movies. 
I didn't think the actors were the problem at all. I think everybody did perfectly fine with their role. Yeah. Even Jessica Alba, who gets the most amount of flack, and let's be honest, it's because she's hot. Everybody always gives shit to the hot chick. I thought her hair was too blonde in the second one. That is like, true. It, it just looked weird. That is true. It looked artificial. Yeah. But which it was. But <laughs> <laughs> um the problem with those movies is it was it was just campy as fuck. It was it was still it was still done like the way they did comic book movies. Yeah. You know, before The Dark Knight, you know, and and and, and that you know, when they started grounding everything in, in reality. Yeah, but then this new Fantastic Four looks like they're going a little too far on the other end. Uh, the Hopper movie, it looks. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, I don't know. All right. I'll, we'll all miss Jessica Alba's uh, underwear scene in Fantastic Four. Oh, man. It was a beautiful moment in cinematic yeah. history. <laughs> Moving right along. Moving right along. All right. So, in gaming news this week, Left Behind... The single-player downloadable content from The Last of Us will be available as a standalone download starting May 12th. Naughty Dog uh, community strategist Arnie Meyer announced on Friday on the PlayStation blog, Left Behind acts as a prequel to The Last of Us and follows Ellie and her friend Riley. The content will be available on both the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4 for $9.99. Uh, Naughty Dog will also lower the cost of the PS3 DLC um, to the same price as well. Quote, while part of the story of Left Behind takes place during the main narrative of The Last of Us, Meyer wrote, I think some of the best and most touching moments in any game in recent memory occurs during the prequel segment, as well um, as we follow Ellie and Riley as they sneak out of the boarding school to visit an abandoned mall, getting one final chance to enjoy their friendship before Riley leaves to join the Fireflies. Uh, the standalone version of Left Behind also includes a two-hour trial of the last of us fractions multiplayer mode which allows buyers to upgrade to a full game if they choose to um one real spoiler thing you really should play the main game first before you play the prequel uh because there are spoilers within the within the prequel so so yeah left behind Uh, i can't even remember which game that is the last of us oh the last of us yes i'm thinking about um I'm thinking about something else. You think about that movie? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, wait, what? It's the DLC for The Last of Us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. So that'll be available for nine ninety nine on May twelfth, which I may actually buy. Uh, some people kind of speculate that the Left Behind, which I remember hearing, but I didn't quite know when it came out, was because right after all the DLC was coming out, was the transition between the PS3 and PS4. Man, fuck so, The Last of Us, dude. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say it right now because I'm stuck. I mean, you know when you're in the beginning, you're you're escaping that fucking lockdown town that you're in? Oh, right, right. So I, I got out of the – where you're in like the the trenches. Mm-hmm. I got out I, – right when you get out of there and all of a sudden there's like fucking four gods and my save, like where it auto goes back, mm-hmm. I'm almost dead. Oh, right. So I can't get past it. And I'm like, it's, it's fucking, it's 2015. We still got games like this where I'm stuck. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to start the game over. Uh, it's times like that where I go through playthroughs. Fuck that. I got so pissed off, dude. It was <laughs> late at night, too. Uh, um, oh, it's a great game. I was just frustrated. About <laughs> did you, uh, what was it? Uh, was that meme that says, oh, shit, my game just did an autosave. Shit's about to get real. Oh, it says, uh, <laughs> it's, uh. 
game just auto saved potions potion mana and health potions everywhere shit's about to get real <laughs> it reminds me of like every final fantasy game ever it was like that. I remember Final Fantasy VII. You're like, oh, it's it's pretty common here. Like, I just have to. And the the quest is like, you just have to find something. And all of a sudden, save point, a chest, a random chest with just right, stacks right. of fucking potions. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna get <laughs> fucked up. This is yeah. gonna happen. <laughs> Boss fight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or uh, Resident Evil. It's it's a little too quiet. You're creeping through, and then you find the fucking. You, you're finding a bunch of fucking. Uh, typewriter ribbons and health herbs you're like fuck I'm about to die <laughs> old school resident evil was where it's at these new ones are whack um <laughs> i'm just throwing it in my commentary today anyway speaking of now elder scrolls skyrim is one of my favorite games of all time not only that but <coughs> is of one of my favorite um, game series of all time. Elder Scrolls is a shit. Every single one is perfect. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Skyrim. <Reaching there. laughs> yeah, Skyrim's really cool. Um, a lot of people don't don't really get into this. They played on the consoles, when on the PC. Big modding scene. The game is designed so you can mod it. So the, they're adding structures and quests and entire new land masses. Um, they add new things to the game, like this one called uh, Frost Frostfall, which say frosty. <laughs> <laughs> they add frosty to the game now. Um, Frostfall, which is a mod that uh, makes it so you can die of hypothermia and you have to worry about the clothes that you're wearing and and stuff like that. It's crazy what these modders do, and they do it all for free. You know, just out of love of the game. Right. Um, well, recently. <laughs> Bethesda and Valve teamed up with an idea of a paid uh, mod system. Now, the idea itself wasn't really that bad, to be honest, but there's a few things that made it fail. One, 25% of what was being sold, the mod being sold, would go to the actual author of the mod. The rest of it would be divvied up between Valve and Bethesda, which... I mean, yeah, Bethesda made the game, but, you know, it came out like four or five years ago. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. a long time ago. The real issue was a lot of misinformation. So the paid system was optional, okay? And it was optional by the mod developers. So if you make a mod, you could either give it away for free, no questions asked, or you could sell it. The problem was is that everyone misunderstood what Valve and Bethesda said and either they thought all the mods were going to be sold or everyone just assumed these mod authors were just going to start selling them, which honestly, they kind of deserve it. I mean, some of these mods, hours and hours and hours. But the biggest issue is is the mod scene for Skyrim has been free for like four years. You can't just inject a paid system into something like that. Right. I think it was up for like three days. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had to take it down. Um now, it was interesting because Bethesda, um, they posted, and in, in, in com, I have a link to the original post. They posted a very, you might not agree with it, but they, they a well thought out um, of what, what they're trying to accomplish with the paid mod system. Shortly after that, there was an edit to that at the top that says, and I quote, after discussion with Valve and listening to our community, paid mods are being removed from Steam Workshop. 
even though we had the best intentions, the feedback has been clear. This is not a feature you want. <laughs> Your support means everything to us, and we hear you. So I give it up to Bethesda, and a lot of people are hating on Bethesda right now. I don't really give a fuck about Valve. Either way, because Valve is just the supplier of the game. Like, I don't. Right. They really, they're a middleman. They have really little say in what's going on. They were just going to collect money from something right. that Bethesda wanted to do. I give it to Bethesda because they tried something, the community hated it, immediately removed it. Yeah. For a four-year-old game. They could have just left it in there and said, fuck you. Right. But they didn't. And I think that was really dope. Um, and I'm happy the mod scene, because I, I still play with mods and stuff. The mod scene was starting to get fucked up. Like People were leaving. Like almost immediately, Pete, the person who made Frostfall, he left. Everyone was like, "Fuck," because <laughs> like the greatest mods were right. were gonna be just left in the dust. But then they all came back and all that bullshit. But uh, yeah, so it was it was pretty scary in in uh, Skyrim. And I myself, who am a Dova King, Dragonborn bitch, I love that game so much. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I would have guessed it. I'm at work fucking, you know, everyone's talking about sports and drinking. And I'm doing my job. All, da, na, 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 Everyone's, what song is that? Like, you don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. I don't have the time or the patience to tell you about it. Yeah, I'll come I'll come tell my wife, oh, my God, you won't believe what just happened. And she's like, what? And I'm like, so I jumped off this mountain right onto a dragon's back, right? And <laughs> she's like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, hey, my real life is boring. Exactly. I put it on the post. I put it. Don't pic- take this away from me, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> on on the post on the lazy.com, I put an image of uh, you see the dragonborn and he's jumping at a dragon with his sword out, and I put it at the bottom and said, and the dragon's on the left, dude's on the right. It said paid mod system left community right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So. That's that. That's the end of the paid mod system for Skyrim. Don't think you won't see this system again in a future game, though. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, they'll probably... They'll drop it in, but a lot earlier. Yeah, they, like right from the jump. <laughs> exactly. And then you can't really complain, because, yeah. you know... Well, you can complain, but it just, they won't No one's going to give a fuck. Exactly. <laughs> now you don't have a leg to stand on. <laughs> it, is, it, it is getting crazy, though, and it calls to, like... you got to buy the game. you got to buy the DLC... Or the season pass. Right. Now we're going to have to buy mods. Like, What else am I going to have to fucking buy for a game I already bought? Exactly. You know, it's it's ridiculous. But uh, mods are where it's at. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes some of the, that's what makes some of the games long, uh, longer playing. GTA, GTA 5 on the PC, fully mod compatible. Oh, yeah. And they're getting crazy, too. All right. In comic news, this one's short. Um, if you <laughs> if you've actually picked up movie tickets to see Avengers: Age of Ultron using the Fandango app, you will actually be eligible. You will receive a coupon code for a Marvel's Avenger: Age of Ultron firsts digital comic bundle. Um, this uh, there has been screenshots reported online, and I received one after purchasing my tickets through Fandango. Um, you receive digital comics of Superior Iron Man number one, Black Widow number one, Captain America number one, 
Thor, God of Thunder number one, Hulk number one, and Avengers Origin, Scarlet Witch, and Quicksilver number one. Uh, all you have to do is have an account with uh, Marvel, marvel.com. Uh, the instructions are right there. You go ahead and log into your thing, redeem your coupon, and you will get those comics. So that's a little, cool little little bonus there. They did a, something similar for Man of Steel when uh, Man of Steel came out like about a couple of days after it after I went, I got an email from them saying, oh, congrats, you know, congratulations on seeing Man of Steel. Here's a digital download of the soundtrack. That's so little Steel. extras, you know. Yeah, and, and, and I've always used Fandango for a long time. And I've been seeing this more and more with a lot of comic book movies, is you're getting special little bonuses with that stuff. So, Fandango. Yeah. I feel like when Steve said this one's short, the way he said short was a hint. <laughs> Hurry <laughs> to fuck up. Um, <laughs> my Adam's com- next story is short. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, it it isn't that long. Um, this one comes from IGN, which is why it's not that long. I um, never have to worry about long from Adam because Adam usually picks stuff short. Yeah, the only time I go on long is when I'm ranting about something, but the actual article is short. <laughs> um, so just just to get this out there. This next bit has uh, spoilers for comic books. Divergence number one, Superman number 40, and Batman number 40, and Justice League number 40. So if you care, fuck off for a second. Um, So basically, we all know Convergence, the Convergence bit. They all die. Yeah, (laughs) everyone's dead. No, the Convergence bit was going to change things. It's a big, you know, a big event. Uh, which is kind of dragging on, and I, I can't wait for it to end. Um, so here's 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 what's changing. So Superman no longer has a secret identity. Um, Lois Lane actually uh, found out who he was finally because those glasses really tripped her up know, for so many. I know days. those glasses, and the you, you know instead of you know having the curl down the front, you comb it back. Whew. All he had to do was You're slouch. Awesome. Yeah, no. it's amazing how the FBI finds people nowadays. <laughs> DC actually explained why he gets away with it. It was a really good explanation, but I'm not going to get into it. Look it up. Um, so she she exposed she exposed it to the world. Um, bitch, I know, kind of a kind of a just fucking, move there. you know, that's a cunt move right there. You know, it's it's like you just can't can't trust these hoes. That's all. <laughs> these hoes ain't loyal. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, <laughs> So he still operates as Superman. However, on his off time, he has to be hiding. I don't know exactly where he's hiding. Um, but he's uh, he basically is Superman pretty much 100% of the time now in the public's eye because he can't, he can't operate as Clark Kent. Um, that's Superman. Uh, and where is the other one? That story he starts. What? Well, why, didn't he do, why didn't he do what uh, Superman did in Superman 2? kiss Lois Lane so passionately that she gets her mind wiped of his identity. <laughs> that is the worst cop-out in cinematic history. It doesn't even make sense. It makes there's, no sense. There's no lead-up. There's no explanation. He just... Yeah. Superman doesn't have a kissing power. It's, it's, it's basically the movie saying, fuck you, this just happened. I, and if you listen closely to the Blu-ray version, you could hear the mic drop. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, I want I want to listen. I I have that movie on DVD. I want to watch it with the commentary on and see if they say anything. <laughs> they probably don't say shit. It's just that's the only time they're silent. 
<laughs> anyway, that the story with those changes starts in June in Superman number 41. Uh, now on to Batman. So Batman... Ugh, Jesus. I'm just going to read their bit from IGN. Um, the Batman story builds on Batman number 40's big showdown between Batman and Joker, uh, one that resulted in the apparent deaths of both. Dun, dun, dun. While we already learned... What is this, it, like the umpteenth time? Well, now both of them died, though. Yeah, but this is the, the umpteenth time? For them singularly, but not together at the same time. A big whoopee. Shut up. Iron Man's a drunk. Let's be quiet for a second. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Nobody disputes that. <laughs> uh, well, we already learned in April that Commissioner Gordon is becoming the new Batman and donning a mechanized bat- battle suit. This issue also reveals that Wayne Enterprises has shut down and been absorbed by Powers International, the sinister corporation from Batman Beyond. As it turns out, the company is responsible for funding Gordon's Batman armor in an attempt to fill the void left by the real Batman. Some fucking weird shit going on in the Batman book. Okay. Okay. Uh, finally. Wait, wait, wait. Something's, coming. Something's coming to me. It's coming through clairvoyance. Uh, ben Riley. Anyone? I know. Anyone? Anyone? I know. But see, the thing is, is the way this whole... No, no, no. There's no... Don't. No, I'm not explaining anything. I'm just saying what I think is going to happen. It's still stupid. Um, the way this whole convergence thing is working out is Batman will be replaced or something. Just weird shit. They wouldn't just kill Batman and then have Gordon do it. it that's that's lame. Hey, they'll make it. they'll make it superior Batman. You know, like they, like you know, uh, Joker's going to inhabit Batman's body, oh, and he's going to become Batman. You know, the only reason I'm not arguing with any of this reasoning is because it's it's really proving that both comic book companies are <laughs> stupid as fuck sometimes. <laughs> anyway, um, and of course that's kind of the Justice League thing too, because you know if Batman's, you know, Justice right. League, everyone on the Justice League is basically Batman's bitch. So it kind of leaves a void. I don't know if Gordon's going to join the Justice League or yeah. And also, you know, Batman's smarter than everybody on the Justice League, so I don't see how Gordon's going to fill that void. But you know, we'll see. Uh, maybe he's going to make fish sticks. I don't know what the fuck yeah. he's going to. Gordon's fisherman. Anyway, wow. Um, finally, Divergence One expands on the events of Justice League number forty and the debut of a villain named Darkseed's daughter. Yeah, yeah, that's the name, people. Darkseed's oh. daughter. Um, a segment shown shows it, this is actually the most interesting thing out of all of them. A segment shows an Amaz- Amazonian warrior named Penelope um, giving birth to a baby on the same night Wonder Woman was born. The baby's father, Darkseed, of course. In in the present, this half Amazonian, half new god is known as Grail. She, she and Wonder Woman look to be central figures in the Dark Seed War, which will officially begin in Justice League number 41 in June. The Dark Seed War actually looks like a really dope um, uh, comic book event. And especially li- that little lead up where it's going to be, you know, the whole fucking daughter is going to kick your ass. Like, just, it's, I don't know. It, that, that's the most interesting one. The Batman one, I think, is temporary. The Superman one was bound to happen. I'm surprised that hasn't happened before already. So Like 50 years ago. Yeah. So um, we'll see. Maybe he'll just fly around the Earth counterclockwise really fast. 
<laughs> and every, and then kill Lois Lane. <laughs> and then kiss every person on the planet to yeah. make them forget. He's going to open a Lois kissing Lane. booth. <laughs> and he's just going to smooches all of them. Exactly. He's going to get the herps. <laughs> he's going to get space herps. He has hepsy. <laughs> So you know, DC's changing things up. If you want, if you haven't read a DC book in a while, things are different now. So yeah. you could definitely jump in. Um, but that Batman thing is going to stand. I'm telling yeah. you. Oh yeah. Especially with the movies outcome. Oh yeah. It's kind of funny too that they released that on the same week that you have Avengers: Age of Ultron comes out, Free Comic Book Day, and Star Wars. It's like you have like, oh cool, and then you read that, and you're like, oh, I just okay. don't. I don't understand what they're trying to do with Convergence. The only book that's cool in Convergence is the actual Convergence book. It's interesting. The story's cool, whatever. (laughs) But the whole fight for your city thing is just – it came out of left field, man. Like it doesn't make any sense. It's like somebody just had an idea and they said, ah, we haven't done anything in a while. Just do that. Yeah. Let's let's do some wham-bam shit and see what happens. (laughs) Some wham-bam. (laughs) <laughs> All right, moving into technology news. This is short. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Damn well better be. Microsoft revealed its new browser back in January known as Project Spartan, which actually is kind of sounded cool. That would have been cool if it opened up and it's like, this is Spartan. Microsoft logo. You know, um, Microsoft revealed to, uh, last week that the company will use the Microsoft Edge name for its new browser in windows 10 the edge naming won't surprise many as it is the same moniker given to the new rendering engine edge html and microsoft is using it for the windows 10 browser you may also notice that the moniker is similar to that of internet explorer so uh now it's called edge because they're on the cutting edge oh yeah uh one of the cool things with this is that it will support additions, expand, um, and, and all of that that you add-ons have on add-ons and shit that you have from Chrome and Opera and all of that. So you'll be able to have ad blocker on fucking. Well, that all depends on Edge. if the add-on developers make Edge versions. They will. They I don't will. know. Yeah, they will. Oh, they will. Yeah, they will. They yeah, will. They will. Yeah, they will. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, and to me, that's the biggest thing out of out of the new uh, browser is that you're gonna get the add-ons. You're gonna get all that cool shit that everybody else has fucking had forever. And so it may actually cause me to actually use Edge. I'll at least try it when it comes out. Because, you know, I'm getting that free upgrade, bitch. I'm always down to try new software, especially when it's from a big company. And and let's be honest, Microsoft lately has been doing some good things. You know, and if if Edge, all Internet Explorer needed was add-ons. Right. So I could block fucking ads. Like, even the new Internet Explorer now, I like it. It's really fast. It yeah. works perfectly fine. But I can't block fucking ads. That drives me crazy. Because oh, I've yeah. had ad blocker for like five years. Yeah. And some of these websites are ridiculous with the fucking ads. <laughs> I oh, I know. And then and then you get the the websites like, yeah, oh, you, we notice you use ad blocker, but we have this you turn it off and it's like, oh my god, I can't get to the content. Yeah. Because of all of your fucking ads. There's a reason for it. There's actually and what, some sites now, 
if it detects that you have ad blocker, it won't let you view the site. Oh, you know yeah. what I do? Never go to that site again. Exactly. Like, fuck I don't you. need that site. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, there's a quote. Uh, you're going to care about the blasting fast, the uh, blasting fast technology that's inside it, says Joe Bellafor on stage at Microsoft at Build Microsoft Edge will be the default browser in Windows 10, and the one that most consumers will use to browse the web in Microsoft's new operating system. Which is cool because at first they were talking about the legacy for. Um, uh, for IE, but it looks like they're just kind of saying, fuck it. We'll just go with Edge. Yeah. And to be honest, they need to rebrand uh, Internet Explorer because of the fact that you really... Th- there's just bad stigma about it. The name it. is just synonymous with BS. Yeah, yeah. like, you know, like that the adage is like, oh, you hate it, you have to wait for my Internet, Internet Explorer to launch when you to, in order to close it, you know, when you accidentally hit it up by accident. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, like, oh, and really, shit. it's sad too because it is all in what customers think about the name because it isn't like that anymore. Yeah, I mean, Internet Explorer on my computer actually opens faster than Chrome. Yeah. Oh yeah, but I haven't really used it that much. I only use it to download other shit. <laughs> I use it to download Chrome. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, like because the, the one the one big thing that Internet Explorer has now is they have a sixty four bit version. That one is stupid fast. No, like yeah. it uses all eight of those fucking gigs of RAM <laughs> that I got, you know. But no add-ons, no timey. I need to. I need all eight gigs with fucking all the ads popping up. Oh, I know, right? So now this next story is short. It's about as short as the lifespan of the product that I'm talking about. <laughs> um, this is actually really short. I'm just going to read it. Re- remember the Oya, the little Android-based console that could. Oh yeah, God, yeah. I forgot about that thing. It was the talk of the town for a while, a few years back. We it were lasted to- about as long as Foursquare. Oh. We were told it was the affordable gaming console for everyone and was going to change the way we thought about gaming. Well, that didn't happen, and the console flopped pretty hard. Granted, it was a decent enough idea, but due to its limitations and the fact that it was just your phone with a controller on the TV, right. most, most passed it up for a more traditional gaming experience. Now the company behind the Oya is looking for a buyer due to mounting debt issues, reports Fortune. Yes, I got this article from Fortune. What? Legit. Damn. Fortune was able... <laughs> <laughs> We're like a real news thing now. <laughs> Not from like AP's reporting, right? <laughs> Fortune was able to obtain an email CEO Julie Ehrman, um, CEO of Voya, Julie Ehrman, um, sent to investors and advisors last month. "Quote: Given our debt holders' timeline, the process will be quick. We are looking for express expression of interest by the end of this month." The email continues: "Our focus now is trying to recover as much investor capital as possible." We believe we've built something real and valuable. I continue to read the tweets and emails of our fans who play Oya every day. And our catalog is now 1,000 apps and 40,000 developers. How does that make any fucking sense? You have 40,000 developers and they've only made 1,000 apps? That's what you're telling me. Yeah. This is from shitty-ass developers. That means people are sleeping on the job there. That's right. We have the largest library of Android content for the TV. Pause on that. (laughs) <laughs> for the TV. So the and it even says still more than Amazon cuz that's your only fucking competition. <laughs> Who else is making Android content for the television? Yeah, exactly. It's because no one gives a fuck. 
Even even Sony's using PlayStation now, and you can play PlayStation Three games on your TV. The thing, and it, it, this is, it's the same fucking song and dance every time something like this comes out. They're trying to make this affordable game experience. People who enjoy video games will save up their pennies and buy one of the traditional consoles. They're they're not looking for something cheap. They're right. looking for the real deal. And so that leaves who? People who don't play games. Right. Why the fuck are they going to buy it? Exactly. You know, this, it's, and who's going to spend that kind of money for, for fucking just to play Android games? Yeah. I mean, there's some dope Android games, but my phone plays them. Exactly. So I don't really need anything else. I just, I don't know. Like, it, it just, it just, it, it was a stupid idea. And the funny thing is, and I don't know why this isn't here. I think something screwed up when I uh, I copied and pasted. It's missing the last paragraph of the article. Um, they they're they're looking for buyers right now because they're dead. Just in January, I can't remember the name of the company, but they were giving uh, ten million in investor funds from a Chinese company. Ooh. So from January to the end of April, ten million didn't help. Right. Yeah, that tells you something. It's time there. to pack up shop. You know, exactly. it, you're just wasting everybody's fucking time now. I don't know. I'm not really passionately upset about it. I just I don't understand why anyone would think this was a good idea. It's one of those things where you see someone make a movie and they're like, and you're looking at like why why does anyone think this is gonna work? And then it completely flops and you're like, Yeah, that's yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. what was supposed to happen. That was that was that was meant to happen. Does make any sense? Yeah. Make no damn sense anyway. <laughs> All right. So many times, it, it, surprisingly enough, that's not our d bag of the week. Um, many times, people, companies, or someone does something that's straight up bitch. This is a section of the podcast called "This Week's This Bitch." Now, this week's this bitch. I'm not really. I, it's it's. Okay to say Verizon, but at the same time, it's kind of like this whole situation is a little kind of bit of this bitch. Um, so <clears throat> this article comes from The Verge, and I'm just going to read the article straight up. Verizon's unlimited data FIOS internet plans are really unlimited for most customers. Use a terabyte or three in a month, and you probably won't hear anything from the company. The vast majority of home internet users rarely approach those numbers, but the ISP has repeatedly shown that there are limits that it will tolerate. The cu- and customers paying hundreds of dollars every month aren't exempt. TS, uh, DSL reports reveals that Verizon recently sent a warning letter to a customer who forks out $315 a month for 500 megs FIO speed. But apparently the company wasn't thrilled that this person has burned through 7 terabytes consistently over the course of several months he's obviously downloading illegal shit there's no <laughs> other reason you would have be using that much every month deeming it accessible usage and threatening to cut off service completely if it continued for the month of may fios data plans are marked as being free of the hard data caps that comcast customers must constantly be mindful of the company is transparent about some restrictions on consumer plans running a home server can get you booted off the network, for example. Yet here's uh, yet here, Verizon's letter pushes that particular cu- customer towards a more expensive business class, which uh, plan quote which supports very high internet le- usage levels. Is that something regular FiOS can do? 
The note also urges this user to make sure that peer-to-peer -peer file sharing apps, read it, BitTorrent, mm -hmm. <laughs> aren't actually sucking up data. By now, the question you're probably asking is, what is this person doing with all that data? Apparently, volunteer web crawling projects like SETI at Home played a big role in the data meter running so high. For its part, Verizon would have you believe it's a bit more than that. In the statement to Ars Technique, Nika, the company outlined what 7 terabytes looks like in simple terms. To put into context, Vine's internet residential uh, customers have had contacted um, what would what? We have, oh, we have contacted would have to watch at least 6,660 movies per month or 222 movies per day to consume the amount of data challenge that accepted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but unless some personal servers were involved was involved it's probably what, what it was yeah what those network resources were used for don't really change the underlying problem verizon is advertising an unlimited plan but is not holding true to the whole unlimited thing the company has confirmed it's encouraging customers with abnormally high data thirst to switch over to business plans appropriate for their usage data for the data usage sorry Nowhere in the Fios website does Verizon spell out exactly where the line is or when taking advantage of those speedy fiber uh, internet becomes inappropriate. It's not even in the fine print. The communication skills are also lacking. Instead of an anonymous letter, maybe a friendly phone call would have been better. Uh, would have looked better and helped the whole big thing, big bag ISP image. Obviously, this person uses. Uh, way more than 99% of Verizon's customer base, but he never ran afoul of the rules as they are currently written. Only a year ago, Verizon openly boosted that Fios customers can use their service however they seem fit. <clears throat> so, I, this, I don't know about this one. Yeah, see, I'm on the fence on this one too because I thought it was, you know, interesting to do, interesting to talk about because, in a lot of reasons, it's Verizon. <laughs> they're just tea bags anyway. Yeah, because of the fact that they're saying, "Oh, it's unlimited," but it's like, "Oh, but you're using way too much." Yeah, definitely. Uh, Verizon, mm -hmm. Verizon runs the foul because it's okay to say unlimited, but you got to put that asterisk there that says the majority of customers will never reach the actual limit. And at the same time, you're like, this person could simply just be a D bag himself trying to push to see how far he can of go. Because seven terabytes? And and whoever gave the reason for SETI at home is bullshit. I oh. used to run SETI at home for three months on normal Cox internet. It barely uses it. They're just sending you numbers that you crunch. It, yeah, this person is totally uh, torrenting the shit. And if, if he's trying to claim, oh, I have a home server, your home server doesn't use your internet connection. It's a fucking home server. Right. It's what a LAN is. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> you know, so it, it just, I don't know. It Well, it kind of sounds like The Verge doesn't know what they're talking about technology-wise. But it's Verizon because if there is, because even, even everyone has a, has a fucking cap. It, I don't right. care who they are. It's yeah. just like um, my internet, CenturyLink. They say it's unlimited. It is unlimited for 99.9% .9 of people because you will never even reach when they yeah. get upset. I think it was like like 80 gigabytes a month. Yeah. Something well, stupid. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I like for me, I use Time Warner and Time Warner is unlimited. And 
you know, for us, it's the podcast. We do these, um, we do these podcasts over Skype. You know, I do, you know, we do Netflix and, you know, all, all sorts of shit. I'm uploading and downloading shit all the time, uh, legally, of course. And, uh, but the porn you... collection is huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's copious amounts of porn. Copious. Uh, but, uh, you know, even on me, on big months, it's 150 gigs. You know, it's like, the fuck is that person doing? To use... I, for, I forget. I forget what the the soft. I think they call it a soft limit or something like that. What, what the actual cap is? Where and it's not really a cap. It's because first of all, this article leads me to believe that Verizon just said, "Hey, you're using too much data." They didn't cut his service, right? So or, or threaten to cut his service if he doesn't bring it his usage. So that kind of sounds to me that Verizon just wants to know what the fuck he's doing. Right. You know, I mean, yeah, it's still Verizon needs to put in the verbiage that, hey, you can't, you know, you can't use X if amount. We descri- if we describe something as excessive. Yeah. You know, uh, Which is pretty but, much what everybody else says. But they right. had to be forced to put that in, too. Yeah. You know, it wasn't That's, always written in, on stone. Yeah, but seven terabytes, dude. What the fuck is he doing? I don't know. He's probably just downloading tons of torrents and, and mm-hmm. leaving them on share. Yeah. It's probably what that's the only that's the only real thing that I could say because I can't only need HD movies. It can't be streaming because I have one, two, three, four, five, five TVs that stream in my house. (coughs) At least three of them are always streaming. Yeah, well, that's the same thing with me is that, you know, I said I use on on uh, on the heavy side, 150 gigs. I've never once received a uh, letter from Time Warner saying I use too much and I have. My TV in my living room, my my the TV in my bedroom, and my brother's TV, and they all stream. Whether it be and we do streaming also YouTube from our yep, TV apps. Me too. Yeah, you know, and it's just like I got never. kids. They're fucking watching yeah. Minecraft videos all damn day. Exactly. Weekends so, and shit. Yeah, so it's like uh, I don't know what this dude's doing, but too yeah. much. The porn collection's real over. They got a home server holding that porn collection. Exactly. Yeah. God damn! <laughs> Motherfucker's got a, a, a fucking data server in the closet. I know, right? He's got. That's why he's got that big old uh, wall cut out. Or so maybe, fucking... maybe his house is actually where Pornhub is. <laughs> he is the owner of Pornhub. He's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe he's maybe he's running it there. Who knows? All right. Well, we would like to ask you guys for support uh, while we enjoy making these podcasts for you for free. All we ask is you to comment or rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. You can go to the website, lazygeeks.com. Let us know what you think. It only takes a couple of seconds. It would help us out greatly. Uh, If you want to get in contact with us, you can like us or add us to your circle on Facebook or Google+, Plus, as well as hit us up on Twitter at thelazygeeks, one word, or send something to our mailbag at thegeeks at thelazygeeks.com. Well, that is it for the Lazy Geeks podcast. Remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. Peace out.
This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network, available only at thelazygeeks.com. Goodbye.